Hi, in this episode, you will hear my interview of my dear with my dear friend, Babylon Brook. She's an uh, outstanding international motivational speaker, coach, founder of Standout Online Academy. And she really shares a story of the challenges that she had to overcome. And it's quite incredible challenges. And what were her growth and what mindset tools she has used to overcome it? This is where we had a really powerful conversation, how to really create this unshakable mindset mindset where in resilience for you to overcome anything that comes up in your life and also how to create those really powerful communication skills Hollywood style communication skills that will get your listeners and your audience absolutely admiring what you've got to say and in or blowing their minds so listen to this episode and hope you enjoy it So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus, and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and open the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Super special episode today. I have Babylon Brook with me today. And we're going to have, I know, we're going to have a really exciting conversations. Um, so let first introduction, and I'll let Brooke introduce herself further. But who we have here today is Brooke. She is an award-winning host, creator, speaker, coach, founder of a standout online academy but listen to this guys just listen to this as seen on just get ready nbc forbes cbs mtv music television yahoo finance success magazine and many more wow welcome brooke i'm so excited to have you here today i'll let you in could you introduce yourself a little bit about you Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Elena. I think the world of you. So I'm so thrilled to be here. And yes, everything you said, absolutely. I am someone who comes from the world of entertainment as an international award-winning host. I also spent most of my career as a TV and stage actor and a Fortune 500 spokesperson. And then some crazy stuff happened with health, which fast forward, wound me up to where I have been for the last several years, which is an award-winning creator, in addition to a coach, mainly for women entrepreneurs. I love helping them. And I know there are a lot listening to this podcast. So you are in good company, ladies. <laughs> We're all in this together. And I'm so happy to be here with you today. 
Yes. I'd love I'd love to share your story for someone who hasn't met you before or haven't dived deep into your world before. Of course, I'm sure after this episode they will, but maybe just a little bit about your story and the journey that you had to overcome to get to this day to day. Sure. So I in 2011 was on my way to a commercial actually. I was going to go film a commercial. That's a lot of what I was doing at the time, TV commercials. And I was in a car accident and it was a four car pileup. Those of you who know Los Angeles, it was on the 101, just passing through Hollywood. And my SUV was totaled. And that sent me on a really interesting journey. So at first, we, by we, I mean me and the doctors, we thought that the accident had just caused pain, tremendous pain, don't get me wrong, and chronic pain. But we thought it was isolated to pain turns out that as time went on, I began having difficulty speaking and then even breathing. And so that would land me in the hospital over and over again, because I would wake up in the morning, I would stand up, my heart rate would go to 160, I would fall down, I would crawl to the nearest phone, call 911, ambulance would come, take me to the hospital, hospital would admit me to the cardiac unit, I'd stay there for a week, And then they would discharge me because they couldn't figure out what was going on. Wow. I would go home next day, stand up, heart rate would go to 160, fall down, crawl to phone, go to hospital, you know, rinse, wash, repeat. And no one could give me answers. And that was the worst part of it. I truly believe that if you're going through any sort of health challenge, any sort of challenge in life, when you have answers you know, you can deal with that. We can deal with the truth, right? And and that's all we're ever really seeking is more information so that we can determine a solution. But I was in a position where there were no answers. It was completely devoid of information. And that went on for three years. Wow. Three years. I was like a guinea pig. I went to pretty much every specialist in all of Southern California You know, they were looking at the heart, they were looking at the lungs, they were looking at every part of the body to try to figure out what was causing this disruption in my body to the point where I could, I would get to the point where I couldn't breathe and no one, no one could figure anything out. So finally, finally, there was one doctor. He was actually one of my doctor's doctors. And I may have told you before, Elena, that he is Ukrainian and They do things differently over there. You know, Mm. they really do. They look at the whole body and they go, hey, okay, this is connecting to this and connecting to this. Here in the States, it's very isolated. Heart doctor only deals with heart, right? Lung doctor only deals with lungs. No one is really communicating. Yes. So that's what wound up happening. And he said, I think I know what to do and how to help. So what wound up happening after that was I became housebound because I had to adopt a home healthcare protocol. The reason for that, I always get asked this question, is because I could no longer even be in a car to be transported to various specialists. If I was in a car, it would agitate my spinal column and my nerves. That would lead to me not being able to breathe. So the injury was in my neck, but it led to the vagus nerve which is the main nerve in our body. It's like the motherboard to our computer. 
And so he said, in order to help you, you need to remain housebound and I will come to you. And so he did. And he would come every day for anywhere between four to six hours, hook me up to all these machines, do different things. And my partner quit his full-time job to become my 24-7 caregiver, spoon-fed me, because at that point I couldn't even, I was laying flat on a massage table 24-7 throughout the day, staring at the ceiling. And that was my life for the next several years. So I spent my 30s recovering from this accident. And in that time, I went bankrupt. I became suicidally depressed because I didn't want to be here. Yeah. Now, I mean, who would? I was like a vegetable. I was estranged from my family. Everything that you would never want to have happen in your life was happening to me simultaneously. And that's where babble on comes from. I developed that mantra babble on to tell myself to keep going. I just knew that there was a reason there had to be a reason for what was happening. Mm. Otherwise, I couldn't understand it, you know, and I was in such a deep, dark place. And if you've ever been there, if you're listening and you've ever been there or you are there now, I encourage you just know, even if you can't see it, even if you can't feel it, know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is. It's just that quite often in life, we're dealt with certain circumstances where we can't see that light or feel that light, but there, there is a light there. There's an opening. Yeah. And it's our job to stay focused on that and just keep going, take it a day at a time, an hour at a time, a minute, a second. For me, it was seconds because it was, I couldn't breathe. I had to be hooked up to things. So whatever you need to do to keep going for me, I say Babylon and you just keep going. And I truly believe Elena, that when we do that, whether you're dealing with a physical issue, mental, emotional, financial, whatever it is, you will get to your end destination. Mm. It just may be a different path <laughs> than you originally thought was going to take you there, but there's a gift inside of that. And you yeah. and I were talking before we started recording, there's, there's a gift in every challenge. It's going yeah. to shape you into the person I believe that you're meant to be, it's going to give you a whole host of strength and, and other, you know, presence within it. Yeah. And so just keep going and know that there's a reason and it's for the best. And I know that <laughs> when people are going through challenging times, that sounds like the last thing they want to hear, but it's true. And so I, I'm living proof of that. And there are a lot of people on the planet that also Absolutely. are. So. And how do you, because it's such a struggle. I mean, you, I can't even imagine what it must have felt like. And it, it, It's really incomprehensible. But it's what was indeed your mental conversation during this time must have been. I mean, yeah. I guess that it's almost your own battle with yourself and being able because I know you did and really pull yourself out of that dark place and actually almost coach yourself first which is and then come out on the other side which of course you now coach others but what was that journey for you really on your mind what was that like you know I it, sometimes it's embarrassing for me to say this but the truth is I was in such a dark place for such a long time that you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was not wanting to be here. I was thinking horrible, terrible thoughts. It took a long, long, long time, too long for me to get out of that. 
I did eventually, because you're right, I, I did start coaching myself. I wish that I had been able to do that sooner. Mm. I think the so that's why I always say the sooner that you can adopt a mindset that is going to be supportive, a mindset that is going to be life enhancing, the better, no matter what you're going through in life. But yes, I had to become my own coach because I was laying there day in and day out on that massage table, just looking at the ceiling for years mm. and not even being able to speak. I was speaking for a long time through blinking. And so, and the way that worked, people always want to know is that my partner and my doctor, and eventually even people online, because we began live streaming this, they would ask me questions and they were yes or no questions. So if I blinked back one time, that meant yes. Two meant no, three meant I love you. And that's the way I communicated for a long time. So I was trapped in my mind. I couldn't even communicate to get my thoughts out. And really it was like this negotiation with myself of, okay, if I'm going to stay here on this planet, I don't want things to be like this. I can't just exist, but not really, you know? And so it was finally getting to a point where I was so over being in that place. I was so fed up with it that I said, things have to change. So whatever I have to do, and I know it's gonna, it has to start with me because things are not changing. Whatever I have to do to you know, steer this ship, <laughs> to yeah. move this along, I'm gonna do. And that's really when I started just delving deep into what can I learn? And I'd already been someone on a heavy personal development journey in my twenties. I was very into that. So I started going back into what could I find that I had? What, what could I get out of that? What could I extract and learn? I started getting courses online. I started getting books. I started doing various training. I learned about neuroplasticity and how to rewire mm. my brain, which is a lot of what I teach in my programs. Now that it really, I mean, it saved my life to do that kind of work, but it had to start with me. And that's the thing, like no one can do that work for you. No one can make that choice for you. You know, it, it starts with yourself, but I had to get to a point where I was so fed up and so scared and, and so mm. all the emotions where I had to say, look, I'm going to do everything on the planet, everything available to me, I'm going to take this information and apply it. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. I think this is what makes you a really good coach. And because I think there's one thing, read books and really good qualifications and it's good, but actually have your own journey that probably most people will never experience. Mm -hmm. Have your own journey, know exactly what it means like to be in a low point where you don't want to be here or even, you know, you really are managing your own thoughts and really come out on the other side of that and really have the transformation that you have had. And also now, of course, helping others to also really get a hold of their mind and really be on top of their mindset game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And also speaking, because of course, speaking is a big part of who you are and where you, how was that? Oh my gosh. When I started to speak again, I, it's something I never thought that I would do. And then I was able to sing again, which was a big part of my previous career. And, and I couldn't believe that in small increments, you know, not like before, but still 
just uh, incredible. And that's why I love, like you said, I love coaching people today because what I do is a blend of mindset and communication. So I pair the two and being someone that has come from the place of not having either, you know, having the strong communication skills and then moving into a place where I lost them, then having to relearn them and get even better while combining them with high level mindset, that's really the secret sauce. And that's how I'm able to help people today. And I love that you touched upon, you know, there are so many people out there that are trained in an area. They have all these qualifications and doctor this and that, or whatever it might be, different titles. I'm not discounting that, but there is something very different when you live it. And it was very frustrating for me, Elena, when I would be told by certain people who were, let's say, professionals, how to do something. And I was going, wait, but that just doesn't feel right, like in my body or in my mind. And then, you know, you come to find, well, they've never had an experience even close to what I'm living through. So how can I really trust that that they know? You know, they've, yeah. learned, they've read a few books on it, but, but they don't really know. I think it's important when you're going to work with anyone in any capacity, let's say it could be a doctor for your health. It can be a coach for your business that they have lived what you need help with, that they've run the race ahead of you. Like you with strategy, you teach that because you've lived that you've breathed that inside and out. So of course someone can trust you and someone can know that they can come to you and ask you questions and you're going to go, oh, okay, well, I remember when I was in that position. So here we go. You know, there's such a huge difference between someone who's just read about it or studied it and actually lived it, whatever it is, you know, whatever field or industry. Couldn't agree more. I think it's, it's absolutely experience. It's, but yeah. also there's you there's also understanding what person is going through and intricacies of that and what they're feeling and how best to support them during that time. One question as you were speaking was really interesting. Of course, you did live streams when you were not able to speak. How important was that? Like that social media, that connection to many people for your journey? It was everything. It was everything. It, it just such an enormous part of the journey. I, I say, and I'll always say it was a big part of saving my life. There were a few components that contributed to that. And, and they were one of them was that community. I took to live streaming because if you can imagine spending years on a massage table, I was in the home isolated within four walls. This was way before the pandemic. And so I was just trapped and no one, no one could understand. No one could, like you just said, no one could relate there was no empathy because people, you know, they just didn't get it, you know? And so I needed community so badly. Mm. That was the time, you know, the universe <laughs> was just working in my favor. That was when live streaming first came to be, when it first came out. That was at the same time that I was going through this. And so I had heard about it and I watched some things online and it was a beautiful thing, Elena, because it allowed me to see the world. I was transported to different places outside of my four walls. I got to see Italy. I got to see Australia and Japan and, and people all around the world traveling or just live streaming from wherever they lived. And so that was really a wonderful thing for me. 
But then it made me sad because I knew I couldn't do that. Mm. So to this day, that's still, I just want to go and travel the world. I want to spend the rest of my life traveling and, and, and working while I travel, but, you know, traveling and speaking and yeah. coaching while I do it. And so what wound up happening was I eventually said, well, maybe, maybe I can live stream, you know, and it's so funny. I mean, can you imagine someone that used to be on TV going, maybe I could live stream. I mean, of course I could, if I could have spoken, but I wasn't really able to speak at that time. So I started to, and we just, you know, taught them this language of blinking. And then on days when I could get some words out, I would go live, you know, never had on any makeup. Some of the times I wouldn't have had a shower and gosh knows how long, cause that was challenging. You know, I was so raw and they would tune in because it gave them really hope and it, and it perspective. Like you and I were talking about previous to the, perspective. Recording, mm. you know, like they saw, Hey, here's this girl laying flat on a table. She can barely communicate. And she still has a smile on her face. She still wants to connect with us. If she can do that, I can do anything. And those were the messages that began pouring in. So what happened was that then gave me hope. So it was this beautiful exchange. Hmm. And I knew then, okay, I have to show up for these people as often as possible. And so I would usually go on every day because I knew that they were waiting on me. Like they wanted to know how I was doing each day. So it gave me the reason to keep going to Babylon and also to show up, you know? And I just, I had to do it for them. They became my why. Wow. And and really, I mean, that was another reason why I, I, I just continued going and I wanted to improve so badly, not, not so much for me, but I wanted to show them that anything was possible. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was living for all these tens of thousands of strangers now that became this global family. Isn't and- that beautiful? I mean, there's almost like a full circle moment in your career, isn't it? Imagine you're on all the big stages, you're a TV host, celebrity on the on the on the tv shows or an actress right and then one thing that's kind of one thing that's core to you is then taken away not being able to say the word speak and then really having this full circle journey finding a way to communicate differently and almost having a deeper connection with people without speaking yeah isn't that just incredible but i love what you said is this sense of perspective i mean Indeed, like we were starting the conversation earlier, how sometimes like we are so blessed, all of us, everyone who is listening right now, you're so blessed to have to be alive right now, to just wake up, the sun is shining and you probably you have house. If you have house, you have family, there's someone loves you. That is a blessing. I mean, what a blessing. And just to be just taking joy from that every single minute and every day and of course your story just highlights how precious our life is and every moment is really just there to enjoy and live the fullest it really is and I always say anytime I ended a live stream I would always say to everyone remember always when you wake up breathing it's a good day and that's become my tagline for all these years because it's so true I would literally wake up gasping and then I'd have to, you know, get the assistance that I needed. Now I wake up, I take a deep breath and I go, oh, thank you, God. 
thank you so much. And I'll tell you, everything else is great from that point on. There can be every hiccup, every challenge in the day. Doesn't matter. I'm breathing, you know? Yeah. And I, I we in this day and age, and I would say especially in the United States, we're so trained to focus on what we don't have mm. and what we can't do, you know? And I think especially with social media, we all do this around the world. We do this comparison game, right? And we go on there and we go, oh, he has that. She has that. They have that. You know, I don't have that. I can't do that. And it's constant. And what does that do to your mind? Well, it's constantly then your subconscious is always looking for lack, yeah. right? You're and you're attracting the lack. And then, then you're attracting the lack. And so it's this hamster in a wheel of, of just what you don't want and what you can't have. And so I always say the best gift, one of the best gifts you can give yourself, I think, is you start your day very intentionally and be grateful for what you have. And it can be so simple. Like, thank you for the air in my lungs. Thank you for the roof over my head, the clothes on my back, the food on my plate, because there are people in this world that don't have those things. You know, how lucky are we? We are so blessed, so lucky. And then beyond what you have, how about what you can do? Because there's always, oh, I can't do this. Can't do that. Well, can you get up and walk? Mm. Think of all the people around the world that can't do that. You know, can you look outside? For me, for years, I couldn't go outside, but I could look outside and I would focus on that. So the more you focus on what you can do and what you do have, you're strengthening that muscle. I call it the brain gym. It's like you're going to the brain gym. If you're working out your body, you're not going to go to the gym once, right? And and think, oh, I'm going to be all fit and toned. No, you're going to continue to go. Same with your mind. If you want your mind to be supporting you with anything you do in life, professionally or personally, you need to work that out, that muscle over and over. And the people that do that, take note, they're the ones that are successful. Yeah. The people who don't do that are the ones that are having a pity party and unhappy mm. and you know jealous of the people that are successful. But we all have that that tool and that option. It's a choice. You know, we can, choice. Choose, we can choose to live that way or not. Absolutely. And, and I think it's also something about complaining. Like it's a bad, it's almost like a, it's a, it's a bad habit and there's no judgment on ourselves on if you see yourself doing or others doing, there's no judgment. It's just, we need to see it like as a parasite, it's just a bad habit that needs to be eradicated. I remember doing this exercise and I just stopped complaining about anything for just mm -hmm. a week. And you mm -hmm. just, you're like, wow, my life is so much better. Yep. don't complain about the weather no, no, no complaining and then another week and then you find yourself like life is great so you if feel you listen, you feel lighter i think this complaining is another thing where we look as you said we look for negatives oh my you know the waiter didn't bring me food fast enough it's all the negatives actually what is it that you're grateful for and i'd love to know now especially with the journey that you've had what brings you most joy like what is so exciting that makes you so happy now oh my gosh everything everything i look at the world as it's as if i'm a child i look outside and i'm so excited for a bird like i'll tell you i kid you not I, I never noticed birds before. That might sound so silly because they're everywhere. 
but I just never even noticed them. Now there can be one bird outside and I'm so giddy. I'm so excited. I'm watching the bird and every, I want the bird to stay around. I'm listening to the bird. I'm, you know, like anything, sunshine, again, breathing, you know, just taking deep breaths. Everything is exciting. Everything is new. It's such a gift. Mm. I mean, you and I were saying before we started recording, really, I, I would never wish this journey on anyone because quite frankly, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones that I'm here. And I think most people, if they've been dealt that hand, they wouldn't still be. Yeah. But I do wish challenges on people of a lower level, you know, because I know that they strengthen us and I know that there are gifts hidden inside them. There's always an opportunity yeah. within, you know, some sort of obstacle always. And the thing is, again, yeah. it's a choice. You can either choose to find it or not. Find it, but you know what? It's so true what you say. And I remember I was speaking about my, my sister, and we were having this moment of discussion. And she went through a lot of struggles in her life, um, so as I did. And there was like we were reflecting back and said, actually, those moments of hardship, the moments when you felt like you're in a rock bottom, were actually mm-hmm. the moment where you you have to almost hit the rock bottom to spring and jump off it to get to start the journey. The problem is when people don't quite hit the rock bottom. So they're not too bad, but they're not okay. They're kind of just floating. They're in this limbo. They haven't hit the rock bottom to really use it as a pushing ground to jump off it and say, I'm this, I will no longer tolerate this. This will no longer be my life and I'm willing to make drastic changes. So in a way, in people's life, that moment of a rock bottom where it couldn't get any worse and you no longer will tolerate this life, that's actually the time to celebrate it. Because that's the moment of the start of the transformation, the start of a new life, of a new identity, new health. And actually getting there, although you will feel bad in the moment, I guess knowing that, wow, I need, there's something to be celebrated in the moment that that's a start of a transformation for some people it'd be the breakup of the relationship the health the wealth but actually that is a springboard for your new life yes yes I love that absolutely I couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more it's it's like <laughs> this just came to mind as you were saying that and I'm sorry if it's <laughs> too graphic or TM, TMI but it's like you know let's say you're sick you know, you catch a flu or maybe you eat something that's not so great and it doesn't agree with you. And what happens? Your body then wants to expel whatever that is. And while you're going through that, you you don't want to. It doesn't feel good that I'll just like to throw up. It doesn't feel good. Right. No. And you're going, oh, my God. I can't. Ah. In but the moment, it feels terrible. In the right? moment, it feels terrible. But think of how you feel after. that relief. And, you know, then you do have that perspective, right? And you're like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, I, you know, I'm so grateful now that, you know, I feel so much better. And you go about your life and you forget that gratitude, right? You forget how awful it felt. And that's, that's what happens. I think the people in this world that are really making a huge impact, the people that are really successful, don't forget 
how difficult those times were, you know, yeah. and of course, I'm using an example of something very, you know, whatever it happens to us all, it's not a big deal, but it's hopefully everyone listening. It's something that they can relate to and go, Oh, okay. I remember times yeah. like that don't feel so great, but after it was worth it because it really helped me out, you know, to, to get rid of whatever that was yeah, in my really, body. Yeah. You know? It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And just as kind of having this experience, how important is, of course, you now a coach and your standout online academy. I'd love to dive deeper into that and the type of challenges you help people overcome and who you're working with. But in that must feel really good to actually now use the experience and your journey and your life journey to really help others to have a better life, be happier, more successful. So tell us more about that. Yeah. You know, you hit the nail on the head. So prior to this experience, when I was working in entertainment, I would coach people on their communication skills, right? I would prepare them for TV interviews and that sort of thing. And that was great. And I helped a lot of people, but it was nothing like what I do now, because now I pair those high level communication skills with the mindset work, with the neuroplasticity, even with human design, we, we incorporate all of that. And that is this robust program, whether I'm working with someone one-on-one -on -one, or like you said, in Standout Online Academy, which I'll tell you, you'll be the first person to hear. We're actually looking into a name change because there's we're adding more into the program and it's there's so much to it than just standing out online. It helps people in so much more than just their professional life. It's so, let's say, holistic, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of approach. So the feedback we've been getting is that it just, it changes people's personal lives as well. It's so transformative. So we're looking at changing the name, but it's, it's everything to be able to give people tools and skills that they can go out into the world and always now have in their tool belt and help them anytime there's something difficult or anytime they're looking to level up. That's really what it's about. It's like, okay, are you, are you ready? You want to move forward? You want to level up to that next category? Let's do it. You know, and that's what everything that I share helps someone with. Yeah. So it's really kind of mindset up leveling, confidence up leveling to Absolutely. go after and do what they want. Beautiful. Absolutely. I love it so much. And, and also, so something I created, it's called the COZOG. It's your communication zone of genius. And the truth is, not everyone is going to communicate the same way. So what I found over the years is that you have, let's say, speaking coaches or social media coaches, and they're all teaching the same sort of thing. But not all of us are the same. We're not all designed the same way. We all have different, unique, innate strengths. So it's important to determine, discover what those are, and then harness them. That way you're working smarter, not harder. You're going with the flow as opposed to upstream. So that's another big thing that we do. And I'll tell you, it's just, it's all about, I think, like I said before, find people that have run the race ahead of you and that are going to help collapse time, you know, get you mm. to your end goal quicker and do it easier. Life mm. doesn't have to be putting a square peg in a round hole. But that's what so many people do because they think, oh, I, you know, it has to be hard to be successful. I have to do all this hard stuff. 
And that's just not true. So whether it's working with someone like me on communication and mindset or working with someone like you on strategy and building a program, my gosh, the investment of your time and resources, you're going to 100x your ROI, you know, or your investment because the ROI is so huge when you partner up with people who really know what it's like to be in your position and have demonstrated what can come from that. Yeah, but I think exactly that. People think it needs to be hard. I, I I hear this. A lot of people come into my world to say, well, making so much money can't be that easy. I'm not saying why. Because in reality, we've been instilled that. We've been programmed about parents. And if you think about when our family, our, our ancestor, when they worked at the factory, as a factory worker, the only way you can make money is if you work longer. You were trading time for money. And yeah. even as an employee, you know, people, a lot of people have an employee my, corporate background so as an employee to get a promotion the only way you get a promotion is if you outwork everyone else if you're the hardest working you're the most puts the longest hours the most committed that's how you get promoted i call this an employee mindset now as a ceo you need to think differently if your only competitive advantage just work harder than everyone else just be busy just be the hardest working ceo well, it's very easy to outperform you because someone can just recruit 10 more people. Right. right. So as a CEO, you need to be most effective, not hardest working. And yep. that's how you, and it's a really different way of thinking, which is why having coaches and really also it's, yes, it's fast track results, but also having support system yeah. because it can be a lonely journey, but oh. also really changing the way people need to be thinking. It really is, if, especially if you're an entrepreneur, CEO, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're always the CEO of your life. Yep. Having support like this is just, is the thing that's going to basically help you achieve results in a year, not in 20 years. And for some people, they never get there because they don't have support. They give up earlier than they should. That's the reality of it, which is why we are seeing such a low success. You know, eight out of 10 businesses, according to Forbes, quit after effectively give up on their dreams after 18 months of operations. Of course they do, because think about it. The new generation, Gen Z, they are being taught how to be entrepreneurs. We were not taught that. Like I'm 42. So those, let's say, you know, people in their 30s, definitely 40s, 50s, 60s, were not taught an entrepreneurial mindset. We were not taught, like you said, the CEO mindset. We were taught the employee mindset, like you mentioned. And that was the only way. And so whether we've, let's say, taken steps to be an entrepreneur, be a business owner, that only matters so much because your subconscious is still telling you how to be an employee. So until you deep dive and really shift things internally, how can you expect to get the results externally? Absolutely. You know, so it's our responsibility to change things if we want things to change. Otherwise, it's always going to be the same. And we're going to be, it's like you're fighting yourself. And so you think that that fight with yourself is what has to happen because like we just said, it has to be hard. Oh, if you're going to be that level of success, it has to be hard. Oh my, no, no, it really doesn't. And quite frankly, it's it's very much the opposite. The easier it gets, the more successful you'll be because the more you will be 
excited to do what you're doing, the, the yeah. less burnout you'll have. That is so true. That it truly is. I have a mantra. Um, I have a mantra. The, the less I work, the more money I make. The less mm-hmm. I work, the more money I make. And I think that's the thing. The less I work, the more successful I am. It's just imp- having this mantra, having this mindset also opens you up for new ideas. You say, actually, I still want that result and outcome. How can I do it in the shortest amount of time? And asking those type of questions is so, so powerful. Yeah. So, Brooke, tell our listeners, where can they get in touch with you? Where can they dive into your world? Do you have anything uh, that they can benefit from. Absolutely. So first and foremost, I would say let's connect on social media. So whether you're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse, you name it, I'm at Babble on Brook. It's three words. People usually they hear Babylon, they think it's the city. <laughs> no, no, no. Different, different. So Babel on Brook, you can find me on any of those platforms. And then also I would say head on over to babylonbrook.com. And there are so many free resources, both from the communication side with social media and speaking. I have a free ebook for you. There's all kinds of things. And then mindset as well. There's free meditations. So you can take advantage of those. If you're listening, if you're part of Elena's community and you would like to be part of the next cohort that we do of Standout Online Academy, you will receive a free gift. So just let me know you're coming from Elena. And you will be getting something really nice from us. So would love to have you on board. Amazing. And I'm so glad to connect with you. And, and really, I would just say to anyone also that's listening, if you want a powerhouse on your side that is excellent when it comes to building a program and strategy, and you haven't already worked with Elena, do it. She will have your best interest at heart. She knows what she's doing. And there's no reason to go and vet anyone else. Just work with her. <laughs> amazing such a pleasure to have you Brooke I think you're amazing I think the kindness the love that you exude and how you support your clients I think your business is amazing and honestly I just I'm so grateful we are connected with each other the world and I know this will not be the last interview you do on the podcast so it's been absolute pleasure thank you so much speak to you soon One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. And you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials, people tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I am running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.